I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to another edition of Page to Screen from the Chick Lit Book Club podcast. Today we're discussing Naughty Books by Austin Eleanor Rockless. Rachelis? We're not sure. <laughs> we're not sure. <laughs> we're, um, we suck. That's fine. We, we suck as humans. It's fine. Um, I'm going to say, Ra- you're probably right with Rockless. Rockless? It looks like Rockless. Rachelis doesn't... It doesn't sound... doesn't sound right. But, Listener, you know, it's spelled R-A-C-H-L-I-S. And, you know, if I had time... I would have done a pronunciation, <laughs> but I, I, I just can't, guys. I just can't. Also, in the interest of full disclosure, um, this is the second time we're recording this because yeah. somehow, this, yep, we um, fucked up. Yeah, it was all, it's all me, guys. It is all Ray's fault. It she wasn't because I'm the one who's like, turn off Zoom. So well, we even well, lost our backup. Yeah, I mean, backup. It was my backup. fault. That was my fault. No, it's it's cool. But it's so we're gonna be fuzzy on some details because <laughs> we watched, we watched this, like this a month ago. Uh, yep. Um, but um, well, to, you know, to get you guys um, kind of up to speed with what this—it's uh, a documentary. It's about and it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Naughty Books. It's—I'll uh, give you a little summary. No one was prepared for the success of Fifty Shades of Grey, originally written in 2010 as a piece of Twilight fan fiction. I still can't fucking believe that. Mm-hmm. And posted online because I'm okay. Hold on, let's go back <laughs> for a second because I want—I want to talk about this for a second. Wait, okay. So, how did having read Fifty Shades? Yes, I have not. You have. Mm-hmm. How did someone go, you know what's really great? We're going to take this YA book mm-hmm. and add a whole bunch of spanking. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and it's like some um, flogging. Flogging and mm-hmm. period sex and um, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Like, I, cool. Okay. And like so, a very poorly executed uh, depiction of BDSM. Right, like mm-hmm. not re- not not researched. Not right, I mean, right, we will right. talk about researched BDSM in another podcast. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I'm gonna go back to the. I'm sorry, I just had to take an aside there. Okay, so it's, fair. it's a fair aside. Ugh. But women don't only read erotica in large numbers; they also wrote it in the aftermath of <laughs> Five Sog, a cottage <laughs> industry <laughs> emerged around self-published romance novels. Once women who worked 40-hour-a-week jobs living paycheck to paycheck, many of them are now New York Times bestseller authors with their own merchandise lines and diehard fans. Naughty Books follows three such women, an Air Force vet, a telemarketer, and a hospital administrator who became millionaires in under a year by using pen names to sell erotica online. They garnered thousands of fans and secured lucrative book deals with major publishing houses by writing about good girls and bad boys, finding love, and having steamy sex. However, as more and more people saw writing erotic novels as a quick path to money and fame, the market became saturated with hundreds of romance novels published every month, making success difficult to maintain. I mean, that's that's a pretty good summary because that's it is it's pretty le- comprehensive. Legit what really. happens? I mean, mm-hmm. supply and demand—that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Flooded market. It is so. Yeah, the the three that they talk about primarily, or they talk to primarily, I have written down: Kristen Proby, C.J. Roberts, and Kelly Maine. Kelly Maine is the Akron woman, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, Canton. Sorry, Canton woman. Well, um, even it, in the PR thing, it says Akron, though. Yeah. So I mean, we we got a little 
to our heart about that. Um, Holla. So, <laughs> so it does it does follow. I wonder how long actually they follow these women because it is a, a substantial it like amount a while. of time. Yeah, yeah, it really did. Um, like enough for hairstyles to change. You know, like, <laughs> yep. like it wasn't just like we're going to spend a week with these to people. Yes, yes. Disclaimer: I would actually really like. Forget the fucking writing. I want to. I want to know about these marriages because that's what the documentary I want about these marriages that these three women had. Because, well, the, and the one mm. woman who, the only woman who was like in a what we assume is a decently healthy relationship right. is not uh, actually on that list that we just. That's Laurel and that Page. Yeah. Lynn Page. Yeah, they don't even really get. She's not featured. She's featured. She gives a talking head, but that's mm-hmm. she's not featured in. It. Like Colleen Hoover is. Um, she she does a she talking like one head. vignette or something. Where yeah, she, she talks a little bit. She says, um, "Isn't everyone everyone's fantasy that you're going to take them and break them?" In reality, oh no, no, that's somebody else. Never mind, that's something else. I just kept writing. No, my notes are like again. It was fucking month, guys. I'm trying to remember I, what everything could happen. I forget no, what Colleen Hoover said, but she no, yeah, she. I think she only had like one quote. She was in it for like a minute. Yeah, it's not. It yeah. wasn't a super long time. Um, and she's probably like if you're looking at the four that are that or five, she's the most well known. Yeah, but yeah, she's definitely. not. She's not really erotica as much as these other ones. Like, I these. Um, I actually confession. I've not read Colleen Hoover. I haven't either, but I know like her oeuvre for the most part is not usually erotica. Yeah, I don't think it's erotica, but I get the impression it's spicy. I mean, I think. Okay, so the other thing about this documentary is they do read a couple. They read excerpts from each the the three women, and what's cool is Aisha uh, Tyler uh, does the one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love her. And then is it Allison Tolman? Is that who it was? I think. I think it was who I, I fucking love. Um, she was guys. If she, if you've not seen Fargo season two, please watch it because it is amazing. Um, I'm looking. Yes, Allison Tolman. And honestly, I don't remember who wrote one, which one. I liked. I liked the Aisha Taylor one. I think that was the first one. Yeah, that was rem- really. The, also, the illustrations, like yes, they do, really are cool. beautiful. They're yes. really cool. Yeah, and I forgot what kind of style that is. Um, somebody's husband would probably know that more than I would. Yeah, probably someone's husband would. Yes, <laughs> which we are not going to name. We will not. Um, he did end up watching part of this with me, um, like the second half maybe or mm-hmm. something. Um, and he was basically like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so guys, all right. So we start off, it's all happy and nice, and you get to meet these authors and their families and see where they're coming from and where their roots are and how they became, you know, like I said, multi, you know, multimillionaires. But how quickly that that goes. I mean, when you're, I mean, and that's any sort, it isn't just being like an author. I mean, that happens every with any sort of if you were in it's called supply and demand for a reason that's what happens you're in demand and so yeah you're making gobs of money and then the demand gets harder and harder and harder and the the market gets flooded and flooded and flooded Mm -hmm. and you're a flash in a pan Mm -hmm. and these women are trying to um to 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 keep up with what i mean but but they're asking for new books every what four or five months 
yeah, I mean, some of them, yeah, it's it's frequent. It's more than two a year. It's it's yeah. like on average two plus a year. Yeah, which is hard. Which, I mean, it's hard to write like a full length novel in a four month period of time. It's obscene. And then you don't. And it's like then you expect. Then they're expecting these people to write these very different and unique novels it's like at some point you just put an insert a and insert b come on bitches like i mean that at like, that point yeah, like is you're, like you're choosing a trope and then like yeah. attempting to make unique characters and in fact at one point um i think is when we started to see i think it was cj roberts i think that's the one that was the the vet the veteran yes cj roberts was the yeah mm -hmm. she was starting to like she was brainstorming with think it was her brother and they were brainstorming like um uh, different uh, occupations yeah and occupations and her husband came in what it was it was like what kind of person would need to know blah 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 i forget exactly what it was yeah it was like you know if you had a a character sketch of something mm-hmm. like this person plus this person equals this person. And then her husband came in and do you remember what her husband said to her? Cause that's when we first realized that her husband was a piece of crap. Yes. So he, he comes in first of all, and he's, he like sits down and expects her to like braid his braid fucking his hair. hair. I was like, Oh, get the fuck out of here. And I could literally see his face, like how, unamused he was by the whole thing but they're sitting here she and her brother whoever was like they're trying to brainstorm this like character idea and um he was like what are you guys even talking about and she said take some interest in your fucking wife's work dude seriously and uh she was like we are i have to write like a a novella it was like a short piece yeah by whatever date it was yeah and he said, like, well, that sounds lame or something to that effect. Cool. And she was cool. like, I mean, I think, like, I was silent, like, dead silent. I started to get that pit in my stomach. Going, oh, I was like, so oh, this is not good. Pissed. This no, is I was not super, good. Like, she goes, well, it's interesting if, like, it's your job, if it's, like, what you do. Right. It puts food in your mouth, you piece of shit. Yeah. Right. Like, shut the fuck up, man. And we see the deterioration of their relationship after that. Like, Yeah, you end up, like, you end up overhearing or, like, he's on Oh, my God, the domestic. Hear, it was a domestic. They were, like, yelling at each other. Well, because he was, they weren't living together, and I don't know mm-hmm. what was happening. One of the kids was, like, he was sick, or I have no idea. Something, yeah, but something weird was going on. It was, it was horrific, and I thought, okay... That's where I was like, I would rather just, I mean, as a Dateline watcher, I was like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather see what the fuck's happening outside of the book shit, because this is crazy. Someone's going to get shot. (laughs) Like, I mean, I I literally wrote in my notes right here in front of me, in all caps, it says, why are men? Yes. So there's only one couple, like we said, that it actually turns out. Of the, of the, I mean, I don't know what Kelly mean, if she was married or what. She, I, don't, I don't, I couldn't tell. I couldn't either. Because she was, they didn't really show anyone else. So but if she, she had a family, like she was keeping them away, like yeah. off of the camera, which I fully respect, totally get but that. You, and, the, and the thing is, the three, of the three, she's the one who went back to like mainstream stuff. Yeah, because she, she wrote YA and then she also yeah. wrote like erotica basically but that was under a pen name and that's right. Kelly Maine is that name I think 
Yeah. Like, she was, like... And she was struggling. Like, she was, she was just struggling. like, I don't want... I don't really want to write this anymore. No. And but they want... Everybody wants, like, the taboo stuff now, the dark romance. And well, so and she was trying said, to do it. And I, didn't they, like... Something happened with hers where, like, Amazon wouldn't publish it. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, somebody... And there was a... What I really like, there were a couple of talking heads that were in there. Were like, oh, this one woman who was, like, a... Um, she was a lit, but it was like psychology lit or something like that. Again, it's been a month. Yeah. Um, where she said, when are we going to get to the point where there's no plot and it's just like, it's, it's just, just a book. sex. Sex. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, because th- I'm not going to lie. The excerpts that they read, I was meh about. Like, the, I just was like, especially, I hate to say it by C.J. Roberts, because that was the one with the... Um, the abuse that was the tab- that, yeah yeah that one really bothered me yeah um I, that actually that's when my husband came in and he was like <laughs> of course why? of course <laughs> of course veronica's husband always comes in on those always horrible things comes in on like the weird shit yeah and part of that i think feeling like because you remember what she said too is growing up catholic i feel like shame and arousal are right in my pockets like yeah right in my yeah yeah i mean i it's and her writing was very much like that it was it seemed to be I don't again I have not read any of her stuff but just what the excerpt they gave was like I just it was like where is the line this is like because there was I remember wasn't there like there wasn't spanking but there was there was definitely torture or something I think it was like um, it was like very questionable dubious consent yeah and I think she was like inching away I remember the illustration more than I remember the words it was enough that I was I did not feel clean no. Well, not even that, but, like, I was like, I don't want to read that. No. No. I'm just, like, I'm just I felt kind of like, Ugh. Oh, she was the one who, um, so she found a decent amount of fame right after Fifty Shades. Because yes. she published right after that. Mm-hmm. And um, people would say to her, like, oh, is that, like, Fifty Shades of Grey? And she would say, if you thought Fifty Shades of Grey was, like too right. much for you my shit's then, not for you because right. it's beyond she said it's like beyond 50 shades and like you said it's taboo it was mm-hmm. like it's definitely like yeah um dub con like that's uh, so like we just we mentioned earlier veronica did not read 50 shades but i read 50 no, shades and i truly have no desire to read it and i watched the I watched the movie. I did I not read I have second seen or the third. movie. However, just, I saw the movie like on TBS one night while which, I was like knitting. So, because like, <laughs> I'm a hundred years old, but like I, so of course I got like a PG rated, you know, and um, I saw all the good parts. Right, I did not see the the plot part. Yeah, I right. mean, and and I'm using good parts loosely. That's a, I got to see Jamie Dornan. That's pretty much, that's the good parts. Does he have a full frontal part? Or is no. It, oh, okay. No, 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 no. Um, she does, though, I'm pretty sure. How come that's allowed? I don't know. I fucking, I don't know. Because men rule the world? Because why are men? Why are men? Um, but. I assume a man directed that? Oh, God, I don't know. That's a good question. Let me look it up. Um, but with Fifty Shades, so. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I've read romance novels for so long and I have read stuff that's been like very 
borderline erotic that I'm thinking having a semblance of like, this is writing is awful. Like there's, she can't construct a fucking sentence. Right. You're looking, Um, you're looking. I'm surprised because a woman directed this movie. Really? Mm hmm. And a woman wrote the screenplay. Hmm. With help from E.L. James? Well, it says based on the novel by. So I have to laugh. Um, and I know I've mentioned on the regular, on a regular feed, um, we'd read and wait before, but they read all three books and they said their favorite character was actually the helicopter. Which <laughs> <laughs> so hard. I was like, yes, yes. That's good. Agreed. Um, but it's one of those, you, your heart breaks because you're like, there are so many better. Um, I, there, now, I have to look. Um, and before we, we close tonight, I will, uh, for this episode, I will look up the, the erotica that I read from Harlequin, which was like, I was, the, 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 the sex was spicy, but I mean. Like, the really, one we just read? No, 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 this is something okay. else. But um, we'll talk about that later. The, we'll talk about that the, later. We'll about that um, later. But it was like well written, and I really cared about the characters. Like it was almost yeah. I care. I mean, there was no, there was no dub con. There was it was, and I was like, this is what Fifty Shades should have been. Yeah. But even the one we read, that's what Fifty Shades yeah, should have fucking been. And I texted that to you, like, this, yes. is what, this is what I would have wanted. If this were Fifty yes. Shades of Grey, I would have You know have what? Fuck it. it. Let's just say it now. Okay. So, um, we're going to talk about uh, it again later, but Yeah. Yes. Um, E.L. E. Koslo, right? E. L. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's Four Play on Words by Cherry, uh, from Cherry Publishing. It's... There's a lot of sex. In fact, I, sometimes I was so like, I'd like a little bit more plot, but it's yeah. fine. I mean... It, it's fine. The sex was hot, and it Super was hot. very much researched well. Um, there, I mean, the whole the bondage uh, uh, environment and everything was like you felt like I, there were things I learned. I was like, oh, I never knew that, and yeah. I felt good, and I felt like I felt that those characters felt safe uh-huh. in that environment. I felt more educated afterward, to be honest. I did, and I thought it was really interesting that like the whole like self care and the care of your partner, the aftercare, yeah, yes, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it's she's uh, she has a couple other books, uh, but this one is we were uh, we we received an arc from uh, Cherry, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. So yeah. totally recommend. Which is kind of interesting since that's what we're talking about. But uh, right, so, sorry for the deviation <laughs> from that, but. Um, but you know. I will say, so the thing about Fifty Shades of Grey, and that I really didn't realize until I watched this documentary, is I, if you had to pick a thing that, like, catapulted women being more in tune or embracing their sexuality, mm-hmm. it's fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, man. And it being acceptable. Yes, like, for... For women, it's, and I, I'm sure this runs the gamut, but like on, as a whole, women are taught that like their bodies should be covered and that you're slutty if you show off skin and like, and they're judged by what they wear and how they act and they get victim blamed, blamed if they're assaulted. And all of that is put back on us through Mm -hmm. shame or through blaming or whatever. And then like you feel bad about yourself or you feel shame if you like 
some of the stuff discussed in Fifty Shades of Grey or some of the stuff discussed in Foreplay on Words. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but why? Like, to notice, just notice that men are not drug through that, that same spiral. Right. And so if anything good came of E.L. James yeah. writing very adult Twilight fan fiction, maybe it's that women are becoming more accepting and more like possessive of their sexuality and, and are embracing it. Yeah, I mean, if we, it, I don't care if it was, you know, if it's soccer mom culture, I don't care. That's fine. Great. Never. Good. Could these soccer moms would have taken their sexuality in hand? Please do. Literally. God, please do it. Literally. You know what? Because them becoming an advocate for safe sex and healthy mm-hmm. sexual relationships is is just a bon mot for us because it's like perfect, wonderful, great because it just brings us further into the, the to the conversation because I mean I I have to say I I'm going to be in the minority here. I hate fucking Mad Men. I hate it. I hate the show. I hate all that goddamn bullshit because you know what? That literally still set us back. Oh yeah. I mean everyone loves it. They're like, "Oh, it's so great." But then what's I, I actually never watched it. I don't have it doesn't appeal I have no to me. Desire. I, I don't. This is literally the life like my grandmother lived. You know, like, right. why would yeah. I? Want that? Why do I want to <laughs> wax poetic about being? You know, oh great, Peggy, Peggy. You know, at the very fucking end, gets put into like a higher position. Fucking great, cool, cool. Like, took her how many it. seasons to get that way? Awesome. My mom was literally told when she was like looking at uh you know graduating from high school and stuff and was looking at careers and whatnot they literally said to her you have three career choices mm-hmm. you can be a teacher you can be mm-hmm. a secretary or you can i think the third one was stay-at-home mom yep yep so and it she was, was like heard of when our mom yes i will be college. a teacher yeah. yeah and like and my mom has a fucking master's degree so yeah. like the fact that she did all of that and now she was a teacher and like eventually it became a legally in our state you have to have a master's degree in order to teach Mm -hmm. she had had hers for years before that became a thing but like that was a really amazing thing that she did for herself in the 70s she went to the bank to get a loan and they fucking told her no because she was a woman yeah this is literally 50 years ago you guys like (laughs) this is like not that long ago Let's not wax. We could look at we could look at a fashion. Go. I like that dress, but let's right. let's not go back there. But we don't. I don't have any desire to like wax poetic about the fifties. No. So agreed. Totally agreed. E. L. James, thank you for Other that. Other than like the the safeness and the fact that people could like walk around their neighborhoods feeling safer. But well, well, if you are like, white. Well, yes, yes. The huge caveat there. But, like, yeah. my, my mom tells stories about, like, walking around her neighborhood when she was a kid, you know, and, like, riding her bike all over the neighborhood and yeah. things like that that are, like, I kind of wish that. That's, I would say, is, like, the only thing that sounds, right. I, right. That right, sounds right. appealing to me, but that's not what those shows focus on. So, like, oh, no, no. My father's always like, it was better than I said, freak you, because you're for a white you, male. it was. Yep. I said, for me and... And um, and people of color, not so great. Not so much, um, guys. Nope. Um, or but for gay people. Oh God! Or Happy literally. Pride. Yay! Um, so 
it was an interesting um it was an interesting documentary i mean it definitely shows i i do think we need to figure out a better way to like to, to wade through all the crappy books just to make sure that the good authors get our money because you and i've had now like a couple conversations on this mm-hmm. podcast about goodreads yeah and the review system and um I have reviewed in particular a very what I would have considered like I think it actually is considered erotica, which it's not um, romantic erotica, and I again wish I could have my five dollars back um, for buying it and giving it to somebody who I think is a better author. Um, yeah, you and I have both been there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there just needs to be something like no. I, <sighs> Well, the, what did I sent you today, or was it today or yesterday? I can't remember. My bl- my days are blending together. About oh, like the the screenshots. Yeah, there was there was a review where somebody had a negative review of a book, and then all the comments underneath it were like, "Yeah, this author's she has literally sicked her fans on." They're like, how is this five stars? How? The writing's awful. And they're like, but because her author friends, or sorry, her, the friends of the author just keep putting these five stars in there. And then they're sicking on anybody who puts a bad review on them. Like, come on, guys. Like, This, this is one of helpful. the reasons that, like, on this podcast that we don't typically give star reviews. Right. We rate, like, the romance ver- and the spice. And that's right. it. And, like, you decide whether... This is something that's interesting to you or not. I'm not going to give you a three star or a five star or anything like that because, like, we all like different things. And that's fine. And I'm not going to say to you, like, that. no, I would never read this book. This book is a one star. I mean, to be honest, guys, we have read books for this podcast that we really didn't like. But you wouldn't know that by listening to the episode. And it's not that I don't want to tell you, like, you shouldn't read this book because it's terrible. What I want to tell you is, like, this is my assessment of the book. It's mm-hmm. super spicy, not very romantic. Or it's super romantic, but it's not very spicy. I still didn't like it. You know, like... I think you should look at our cons yeah. and evaluate from that. Because yeah. I think that should be enough to tell you... I think I think our cons give enough to say whether or not we like the book. I think that's Not fair. even that. Not even that. I should say... Or like, what whether or not you would like the book. Right. Whether or not there are any deal breakers for you, maybe. Right. And um, because, yeah, like, like I said, like, I think... I think in general, the the motto should be, not for me, maybe yeah. for you. Good for her, not for me. Not for me. Right. And That's a great I, life motto in general. Right. Exactly. Because I don't know what your thing is. I don't know no, what your know. trick is. It could be like finger up the bum. It's, that's your thing. We've read some of those too. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Jack Chris Devlin. Evans. What up? <laughs> <laughs> Jack Devlin. Jack Devlin. I need to stop clapping. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jack Devlin. I've developed a cackle that is mildly concerning. No, it's not. It's 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 lovely. I'm glad you think so. You're the only person. Um, now, oh, people know my know my laugh. They're like, oh, I heard your laugh down the hallway. It's like, oh, oh God, fuck yourself. Cool, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Anyhow, about this this movie, I will say um, one of the parts that I loved was that they heavily interviewed. The women who this I think they're sisters who own the ripped bodice. Yes, yes, yes. And that is a yeah. bookstore, a romance, a romance bookstore in L.A. Is that where mm-hmm. it is? I think so. Um, I've I decided I like talking. I need to just buy books from the ripped bodice. Um, I just need want to like support their business. They um, they're two sisters that own this Culver s- City, California. Okay, Culver City, close. California. Right. It's close. 
So they own this bookstore that is completely dedicated to romance novels. And of course, like they were talking about the sexism involved in that. And there are literally mm-hmm. dudes who will like come in with their wives or like are window shopping or whatever with probably with their wives. Um, and they're like, are you, do you even have enough business to keep the store open? And the one sister was like, how dare you fucking question my market research? How dare you think that I don't realize the kind of market that we're dealing with? Romance is one, and we've said it before in this podcast, is the highest grossing genre of books Mm -hmm. across the board by a lot. Right. Romance brings in the most money and sells the most books. That is how it is. It's how it's been for many years. It's probably more so now since, honestly, since Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. like... And, and really, since Kindle Unlimited, Kindle Unlimited has done a lot for romance authors. Right. So and, and, Right. So, like, fuck you for your just why are men? innate sexism. Why are men? But um, they also talked about, like, where was I going with that? It was something else having to do with her market research and, like, oh, she, people say to her, like, how feminist is it? Oh, yes. To yes. a romance novel bookstore. And she was like, I don't really understand why you think that romance is not feminist. Because right. it is written by women for women. For women. Published by women. About women. About women. And oftentimes edited by women. Right. And then consumed by women. In mass quantities. So, like, why would you think <laughs> that this is not feminist? Because I, I think they... Because it's not um, written for you? I think they equate romance novels with... And having a store called Bodice Rippers, they associate it with the Bodice Ripper, which you and I both know, even though I love them, are not the most feminist. On Historically. The I ones guess. I read... And you and, and like right. I, you and I both right are more feminist because they're right. trying to like change that that stigma. But it's all like oh oh I I am I, I if I don't have a man I'm never going to get married and have children. I will be I will be woe a is prostitute. Me. Yeah, woe is me. I'll be a spinster forever. I'm 21 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm I am old. I'm old. But I mean that. We talk about this all the time with historical fiction. That is a that is a statement of fact right. for women in the Regency era. They weren't right. allowed I to mean, own property. They yes. weren't allowed to they they were quote ruined if they like kissed a man prior to getting married. You know, they weren't allowed to be alone with men. So right. fuck you, patriarchy, because y'all created that. That had nothing mm-hmm. to do with us. We didn't do anything wrong. So like having having all of that as part of that uh, entire genre, it's hard for me because I'm like, is it putting that the that be the label for the whole romance? Yes, like, because Fabio is the label for the whole romance. Yes. Genre. Also, there was a Fabio cutout. There was in the in the documentary. Yeah, I mean, I no, I agree. I think it's. It, I think they they put it. It's two things. Everyone puts erotica under Fifty Shades. Which makes sense because as of the history of it. Mm-hmm. And everybody puts 
um, romance under Fabio. Those are the two things. I mean, we don't go, oh, science fiction, obviously, like, um, uh, of course, my brain is like, um, Isaac Isaac Asimov. No one does that, because obviously I tried to figure out fucking name. So, like, or they're like, you know, um, regular fiction. Who do you put? Right. I mean, regular fiction is as broad a category as romance is. Right. It's the same. Right. You have like the same diversity there that you But do everyone in because novels. thinks it's the romance is automatically ladies, mm-hmm. lady parts, and fluttering bosoms. Right. So um, heaving bosoms. Heaving, uh, heaving. We, yes, sir. We do follow some. I've been looking on TikTok. We file. We legit follow some male romance authors now. Yes, and, and, and also on Twitter, male we do romance too. readers. Yeah, like which. Good on you, man. I think it's awesome. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I can't wax poetic enough about. I use that a couple times tonight. Yeah, but we Alexis Hall. I mean, come on. Oh, I mean, I God, love that Alexis man. Hall. I love him so much. Everyone love read him. boyfriend material. Jesus. So we good. do have a couple like guys on our. Yeah, Eddie Cleveland is on our list. Well, we also have. Um, oh shoot, I have to look. I'll look and I'll bring it up before the end. We do have a couple other ones that um, have written on our list. We just it's, at some point, guys, we will get back to our list. But yeah, we, we've really deviated from the list. Yeah. Um, is there another um, dude on this list? There is. There's a couple. Um, so the other one I want to think you know I want to talk about a little bit is poor um, Kristen Proby's. <laughs> Uh, fucking relationship oh my god so yeah we really like we see some horrible shit that happens to these women yeah and really demeaning like demeaning stuff and dehumanizing I, things that happen to them and i hate to think that that's i don't know i just i it's not my jam erotica really usually isn't my jam so it's not something i normally like seek out if it happens, I'm like, I'm all for it. But I, that's not something like... It's not your go-to. No, I'm never going to go to a con with... Because like, that seems like what this... that that. So they do show a, like a romance con, but I think it's an erotica con. I don't think it's a romance con that sure. they go to. Yeah, I, and, I don't know. And but, yeah, it's just... That's not my jam. Yeah, I, I was uncomfortable by like the th- just throngs of women fawning over half-naked dudes yeah i mean because i was like is this a vegas show or right is that just a model who came in to like dance for oh yeah 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 yeah. like the the magic mic sort of thing yeah i'm not into that i'm I'm just not it makes me super uncomfortable maybe because i've been married for many years i don't know but like no, I don't like to objectify. I mean, even though we we do share TikToks back and forth, constantly good looking, yeah, uh, and it still feels bad. Like I still feel bad about objectifying the men because, although they're pretty cool about objectifying themselves, which I have to laugh because they're all losing their minds. Because as of this week, there's been that this like kid, kid. I think he's tw- somebody said he's 21, so it makes me feel okay about it. He looks but like he's 15. He man. looks like he's 18 years old. Whitey, 18. Whitey. W H I T E Y Y eighteen, and women. And you I mean, know he's, he's an, eighteen years old. I know, like or he's, he's lying attra- about it. <laughs> he's adorable. He's so he is very attractive. Like in a couple years, I will then feel okay about being like he's hot. But like now, I don't feel comfortable. No, I, about I, I look at him and I'm like, you look like a child. He looks like somebody who graduated from uh, from this year. Like, like yeah, like his graduation is this weekend. 
Yeah, he's like, this is his, yeah. And yeah. these women are just losing their fucking minds like, about it, which makes yeah. me laugh. But what makes me laugh harder is that all these dudes who are like, usually, you know, just kind of just showing their, like, just taking their showing shirts off. Their off. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're cum gutters. <laughs> <laughs> they're cum gutters extraordinaires. Um, they're just like, I wait, the cougars don't want me anymore? No, you can leave your shirt on. You can leave your shirt on, baby. It's fine. Once you go, go just give me give me a wink. Because I think, actually, I do like the Why one lady. Why is so hot when they wink? Well, the one lady said, and, and I I get it. I mean, it's, she's older than me, and she said like, because also this kid uses like eighties music. Yeah, he does. He uses he uses yacht rock for the yeah. most part uh-huh. for like his his videos. And he's like he fucking knows what he's doing. That's the other yeah, thing. I'm like does. good for you, dude. He does. Good for Cause you. Cuz he's, he's, he's making money. And that's what I was like, you know get what? Yours, fucking do it. But also, get yours. Get, get your, yours, baby. Yes, get yours and then also get yourself a cougar who will teach you everything you ever need to know. Right? Right? There's I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to be that cougar cuz no, no, I'm not either. But like No. But consenting adults, I'm just saying this might be a good idea for you, dude. Yeah, go for it, Whitey. Long-term um, potential, just saying. Right. <laughs> as I mean, long but, as you're 18, holy shit, I am not like. No, I, I'm almost. I'm almost positive he's 18. Like, why would 18 also, be in his like profile name? If he I, don't, wasn't? I don't. Unless know, he's uh, don't. trying to make people believe he's 18. Which is gross, but I don't know. I have no idea. I just know is that like a couple of the ladies said. It's not him in general. It's just he looks like he also looks like um, uh, 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 Dirty Dancing. Patrick Swayze. Patrick he looks Swayze, like he does a little bit. Yeah, he, like they're like it's Patrick Swayze. The music it's bringing them back to high school. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. And they're yeah. all having like nostalgic moments. So mm-hmm. I totally get it. I mean, I didn't. And maybe that's the thing. It's like because I'm not. That's not my. That's. I mean, I guess if somebody looked like Kurt Cobain, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I, uh, if somebody looked like Alex, um, Alex from Everclear or J- <laughs> Billy Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, I guess. I don't know. Um, sure, um, but that's where that whole thing is coming from. So. Uh, we've really that gone off topic. That's we my own fault. A bit. Eh. Um, but there's really not much to talk about this. I mean, it's like there's a ton of books out there and it's oversaturated the market. And these women are not making. I, I think what we were talking about with Kristen Proby is like I. So you see in the documentary is that she. So a lot of these women are also self-publishing. I think that's where the whole thing comes from. It's like, yeah, you're self-publishing. And Kristen Proby actually publishes goes through a publisher for her last book yeah. and i and, you know and i said to veronica i'd love to read a self-published and then a published yeah to see to see the what difference. the difference is and that's something that we talked about like i want to read one of her self-published ones and then mm-hmm. and then yeah. read one of the ones that was traditionally published because i just want to see she they talk about that like the differences yeah. between self-publishing versus not and like and the level of control you have and things like that which I, I have to say, I don't know. I'm not a writer. Um, but there's got to be some reason as to why, like, these editors obviously know what they're talking about. Well, like, yeah, they're not mu- just, I mean, they're not, they're not just... leading you astray. Like, they're not just trying to fuck you. Like, they want, they want the product to sell. Yeah, right. Of course. I mean, it makes so, sense. They want that. The, the book sales are what help them keep work right so and because c- that's less less um reviews that i write they go 
the fuck is wrong with the continuity in this book? Yeah. You know, because I've done it. And right. so I, I, I just, one of those, I, it would be interesting. I, I, I get it. I mean, and I think the other thing with this is there has been so many, like there have been so many, um, I think we've talked about before, Watt, <laughs> Wattpad. <laughs> um, Wattpad in particular, because fan fiction doesn't, fan fiction is fan fiction. So it's mm-hmm. mostly, or like our archive of our own is fan fiction. So it's more along the lines of TV shows, movies, books, blah, 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 blah. Wattpad is more along the lines of original stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And there's good it, stuff on Wattpad. It's not like. No, know. but it's not great. I mean, I'm going to be serious. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, it's tough. Like, I have gone through. I've gone through it. And well, it's I'm, all amateur this, stuff, right? It's amateur stuff. And there's no betas. There's no. Right. There's nobody to. I mean, there are betas, but not as much as like you had with. Well, but with that's, others, like, it's good that like, I mean, good for them. Maybe they're. Yeah, I mean, published it's later, to, you know. Right, and and, and oh, I think it's a good place to start. It's yeah. a good place to start. Yeah, but some for people sure. maybe maybe a good have... place to like let people start reading your shit so that you can and get, get excited used about to, it. Yeah, and get excited yeah. about it and get used to people providing you criticism because that's hard. That's super hard, and I think I think that's the other issue with Goodreads is like you can't take criticism. It's yeah. like. It, it, I would want to know if there was something wrong with my story or, you know, but some of these ones on, on Goodreads though, at the same time, like as much as I say, there's like just all positives and I read this book and it's goddamn mess. The same time, there are so many reviews where I'm like, okay guys, this is just, this is vindictive. This is personal. Like this isn't constructive for anybody, you know? So it's, it's, you know, one half yeah, I'm, it'll be interesting to see. I'd be interested to get like an update on these authors. I'm, I might. Yeah. Um, we got some of an update. Yeah, but. you get like a bit of an update. Um, one of the things, this moment that like you and I both just got so fucking oh. furious. Yeah. Um. So Kristen Proby is the one who did. She self published, and then she also had some books published traditionally. Mm-hmm. Um. She grew up, uh, or I'm sorry, I guess she was born and raised in Whitefish, Montana, but then, like, moved elsewhere and was married and stuff, and her husband Mm. was so, you never meet him, because they were no longer together, but she, she says during her interviews that, um... Her husband called her a fucking whore and, like, was really shitty to her in front of her readers. Yeah. Like, at a meet and greet or a convention or, like, a signing or something. She wasn't specific about what the event was. She just said that he was horrible to her in front of her readers. And it was when he called her a fucking whore that she just left. She was I like, I literally threw a few things into a bag and laughed and went back to Whitefish. Well, and here's my question. I wonder if there is an intersection, especially speaking of Fifty Shades and Soccer Moms, if these are women who are from marriages that are like somewhat religious background and they are 
you know, even though they themselves are married, they're writing about stories that maybe the, the pro, you know, um, like the protagonist they... is not, and or they're like they're 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 straining at their you know uh, their cultural or their you know uh, religious sort of bonds, and they're going and and they're outside of their quote unquote like societal norms, and writing these books right. Maybe, because well, maybe me, they're using it as, as fantasy. It's like a way to right. express a side of themselves that they don't feel like they can't. Right. And so it's just one of those, these, these husbands don't know what to do. I mean, and not that I'm not, I'm not giving not them a pass. Not against them, but like. Right. It's not, it's not anything to do with them at all. It's just, here's where my brain's going. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know. I mean, cause it's okay. It's... Throw out the whole man. <laughs> All of him. All Throw of him. out that whole man. Get you a new one. You know what? Or get not. you a girl. Get you a girl. Seriously. I love every TikTok that is like uh, alluding to dating like some like a lesbian or a bisexual person who is dating. Or a trans person. Yeah. Right. Sure. Who is dating a woman and it's the woman's first time dating another woman. Yeah. And oh, they're yeah. always like, they are so shocked and enthralled by the basic level of human decency I am showing. Them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm and, laughing, and, and but part, like, it's not funny. I mean, it's really not, it's not fucking funny. It's just that the bar is on the floor. Fucking ground, guys. And like, these women are like, oh, you're not mad at me? Because I just want some alone time. You're not mad at me because, like, oh, you open. The- I have my period, and I right. just like I just cry. want to not be touched. I just want to like yeah. sit on the couch and like not be touched for a while, and maybe yeah. watch a movie by myself or read a book or something. Like, just yeah. basic human decency. Well, and I hate and I hate to put men in that that like you know um, bucket, but at the same time. I'm wondering if that's where these women are coming from. It's just like stodgy sort of like, you know, um, and again, I, I, I'm using religious, but it is, I mean, conservative sort of background, especially with Montana. It's going to be a really conservative background. And they're now suddenly writing about like, you know, fucking like threesomes. BDSM. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, anal sex and shit. And they're like, right. um, dude. And, and at the same time, like, I, underst- I understand where the guy's coming from, too, though. It's like, uh, but, I mean, as a woman, of course, I would never go, you're a fucking whore. But, right. and I would hope that whoever I was with would be like, can we talk about this? Can we talk this through? Right. And obviously, this guy is a dickhead mm-hmm. and needs to be... Um, Taken out back and beat, but he obviously has issues with his own masculinity. Oh, absolutely. Um, again, Montana. So, well, um, she they didn't live in Montana at that time. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, or it wasn't Whitefish. I guess I don't know. Like, I don't they know. I don't ex- know where she they was weren't at, super but... clear about where she was at because at the time but... when they are talking to her, she's in Whitefish. But she has a happy ending. She does yeah, find somebody she d- different. She finds somebody so else. That's um, that made me feel good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and hopefully he knows all. And that's the thing too. Is like you're also springing something on someone who's like not. 
maybe maybe it's a, that's out of their con- comfort zone. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a whole it's a dialogue. I think that's the thing. It's like it's a whole social dialogue, cultural dialogue that I mean, I don't want to we're also seeing one side of everything. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's it was interesting. I I think I I think um uh Miss R- 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 Rachelis Rockless, Ro- Ro- God, we suck. Did a really good job yeah. of, uh, of putting one side out. It would in- be interesting to see the other side of seeing the husband's side. I-, I think just just for, I mean, not that I'm gonna do anything with it and say, well, yeah, you're you're you know right in this, but it just it's nice to see like where the background. I mean, we get very little background, so just to get the yeah. whole picture. Um, I do love. Every filmmaker, so from the director to the producer to the DP to the composer to the editor, all women. And should be. It really should be. Oh, absolutely. They should be. But, you know, we know that that's not always true. I like As a good that, documentarian, is they, they would have both sides of the story. Yeah. They would um, talk to the husbands. I mean, although they do although talk it's to not Laura about, Lynn's page. Yeah. I mean, but it's also not about... It's not about their marriages. It's about no. That's their book that's sales the document. That's the documentary. It's the Dateline decorator. You want? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make about their, their lives. I'd be like, right. I'd like to talk to your husband. Can I'm I talk like, to your Hi, husband? Can please? I talk to your shithead husband? Um, oh. But yeah, I mean, overall, this was. It's like an hour and a half long. It's very yeah. fascinating. If you are interested in. I mean, I would imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in romance novels, or yeah. you're one of our friends who listens to just support us. We love you. But like, yep. you know, I it's it's very fascinating. Um, it might introduce you to some new authors you want to check out. Um, I would I really enjoyed learning more about these people. I really yeah, did. Agreed. I thought it was really fascinating to yeah to hear the journeys that they went on and the things that they went through and the hoops that they had to jump through to get there. And then how to deal with like in many, in most cases, like the downfall, like there was, there's a point in the documentary yeah. where you're like, and now it's the sad part. You know, like, yeah. I said, I said, <laughs> I said, I'm at the sad part. Yeah. Like you were, you started like a few minutes before me that day. Yeah. <laughs> Time. I said it's gonna get rough from now on. Yeah, yeah. Because they hit the wall. They hit the yeah. They hit like the saturation wall. point, and then yeah, exactly they were the saturation like, point. Yeah. I forget which one it it which author it was, but one of them was like, I my readers have like forgotten about me because there are so many other which, options. And and honestly, she had just published like six months ago. Like it was sad. It was super yeah. sad. And I thought, but that's I think that's the difference between erotica. And writing regular romance. I do, too. too. I mean, I feel like... Because there's a build-up, I think, with romance. Yeah, and I also feel like with with romance authors that I like and that you like, we'd read fucking anything from them. It doesn't matter how long it's been since they've oh, published. fucking Lisa Claypass has The Last Ravenals coming out in, like, fucking next month, and I'm losing my shit already. Yeah, yeah I mean, of course. Like, when we found out Rhodes was coming out from Ariana Yes! Zapata, it was, like, a full-scale, like, huge alert for me. I mean, yes. I texted you in red all caps. Alert. Red fucking alert. Red alert, red alert, red, red alert. alert. Red, I mean... <laughs> we love knowledge, right? Anyway, like... I we think do. There is loyalty in romance reading yeah yeah which to i don't a, know i mean to a great extent i think but maybe it doesn't translate that closely erotica. into erotica i don't know well 
I want to put this out there. There's a reason. I mean, like, you're you're also so. Let me equate erotica to porn because it's this. When you think about it, it's kind of the same. Lady porn. It's your people are fickle when it comes to porn, and they're not like they're. I mean, you're not waiting for the next porn to come out. You're just right. gonna like That's what's you're just what's gonna find something that like is gonna hit yeah. that button right now. Smash that button! Smash that button! <laughs> smash that button! But like, <laughs> my mom, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Jesus, oh Veronica's mom. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love you. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe that. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's the thing. It's yeah. I I have a feeling it's because honestly, why are we reading erotica? Well, why are we watching porn? Well, there you go. They do talk about how, like, it's, it's not porn, but... but... <laughs> right. My right. my friend who is a published romance author says, um, she said to me recently, like, she was talking about her sex scenes and stuff, and she was like, um, Amazon sometimes puts me in the erotica section, which I don't particularly want to be in. Right. And uh, because it's just not, I mean, it, again, well, nothing wrong plot. with it. That's just not what her goal no. is so she was right. like it's you know that's feedback that i am not entirely sure i want right. to fulfill well um, because you're gonna make somebody angry yeah <laughs> God. but like she said you know amazon likes to pretend that they don't sell porn or like that they're <laughs> not a sex shop but essentially yep. they are because they also sell dildos right 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 and like personal lubricant and erotica and like you know i mean like the one woman's book in the in the documentary was not published right by amazon because they were like mm. right i mean well we also they also put them under massagers so it's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh please just fucking call it what it is i mean well honestly. i mean was it hair um you were those like do you remember those magazines that your grandma would get about like Here's all these things like a wind chime and shit like that. And like, it was called something teeter, something cedar. Like, not, I don't know. It just makes me think of Harry Harriet teeter. teeter. I think it was called Harriet Teeter. Oh, I know it was Harris Teeter, which is like the a grocery store. Grocery store. But I think it's Harriet Teeter. That's weird. Had like this, this, and all of a sudden I, I saw one not too long ago. I was like, oh no, they're selling vibrators, but they're called massagers. I was like, that's a fucking vibrator, guys. Okay. Listen, everyone who has Netflix, I want you to just do yourself a favor and go watch Grace and Frankie. With Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. At some point, I forget which season it is, if it's season one or season two, they make a uh, vibrator designed for senior citizen women. Oh. That is like, <laughs> that has like an orthopedic design, like for hand, like, so <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. And the scene where they talk to literally their ex-husbands and their children about it. I swear to God, is the funniest thing I've ever seen on television. Oh, I need. I, I do really need to watch that, that show. Is fucking gold. June Diane Rayfield. So, <laughs> love her. Mm. All right. Okay. Anyway, this is definitely a. It's worthwhile watching. It's oh, it'll to- take you if you, you have know, Hulu. It's free. Come on. Yeah. yeah, it's it's totally worth a watch. If you, it's if like this eighty is minutes, right? In. It's it's probably really like an hour and a half ish, like an hour and twenty yeah. minutes or something like that. Looking to see what you said. It's good. I think it's um, 
told me. 82 minutes. It's so. very fascinating. Um, yeah. There's been some shit on TikTok about, like, uh, people pirating books and shit. Please, especially if you watch this documentary, like, there are real people behind this, okay? Right. Real people. So, like, if you... We're not here to berate anybody. Please use your library system. Oh, totally. If you can. I I also recognize that not everyone has transportation to the library. I know that a lot of times they'll do, like, electronic loaning and whatnot. Mm -hmm. If you can, please don't. If you can afford to, please don't pirate books. Please. Yeah. Because the authors rely on that. I mean, that is, this is literally their job. It's their method of income. So right. it's a, it's the same as shoplifting. So please, you know, do what you can to support authors. Um, it's it's important. This is literally their work. It's their art. It's their lifeblood. Yep. So and follow them on any social media that you mm-hmm. have. Please do. And if you um, can support your local bookstores, please do it. Oh my gosh, yeah. So we have both started our a smut shelves. So oh we've yes, purchased. Mm-hmm. So um, we've started purchasing. Um, the books that we have particularly enjoyed. From I mean, we the purchased them like in electronically, yes. and now we're purchasing, we're purchasing, purchasing the, pa- the physical books. Uh-huh. Um, and I just purchased um, boyfriend material. I'm so excited! Oh my god! So I went to my mom's today, and I sent you a video um, yes. of me flipping yes. through. She got yes. boyfriend material from the library. And she went and picked it up today before I got there. So, like, when I got to her house, it was, like, sitting on the counter. And I, like, picked it up. And I was, like, boyfriend material. <laughs> so also, I boyfriend material. It. Somebody made Legos of boyfriend material. People are upset. Like, it has, like, a bit of a cult following, I feel like. Which, you know, Alexis, fine. Alexis, I love you so much. I can't even handle. Okay. He's amazing. Everyone read boyfriend material. Listen to episode yeah, 11 and also yeah. read boyfriend material. All right. All right. Shall so we wrap this up? Chasing her tail. Oh. So I'm just what up, Luna? Luna's chasing her tail. So Lunastra. It's about that time. Okay. Lunastra. <laughs> Lunar Eclipse is chasing her tail. So oh, um, uh, we have, so coming up with um, Page to Screen, uh, I just finished Wicked, yep. the book. I'm not so going to read gonna, the book, but I will watch no, the I'm, movie. No, I read the book. It's, 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 I, that, I, I shouldn't you. sound that. It was, it was, it was good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, so we're going to watch the movie next. So we're going to get a page of screen probably the week after. We're going to, I don't know when we're going to have that out. Yeah, I don't know. This was supposed to come out two weeks ago. <laughs> That's my fault, guys. My fault. Whoops. It's cool. It's not just um, your fault. It's also my fault. Um, I'm trying to like look at one point. I had like written down what the fuck we were going to do. Oh, um, so yeah, Wicked. So Naughty Books, then Wicked, and then I'm going to read Driven. Which fueled, I guess, the trailer comes out this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so I'll get on the first book, at least, so that we can, so that I can watch the first one. And if you you guys have any suggestions, because, like, I have a couple in my head. I don't... Veronica, I have not run this by her, so I'm just going to throw it out there. And she's going to smack me in the face when I'm she not, sees me. I will never. Um, because Passion Flicks, there's only a few that, like, I mean... I can read. I can review the will, but I would like something that she and I maybe could read together. Oh, yeah, um, but word. Um, <laughs> I know you're not really into like the the racing thing. So no, I'm good. That's fine. Um, 
It's fine. Um, but I it's, in in Passion Flicks, we're we're running out of Passion Flicks originals. That's the, that's the issue mm. too. Bummer. Um, so I was thinking of other books that have been made into movies, and Warm Bodies is one that I keep thinking of, which I've read and I love. I thought that was a horror film. It is. It's a it's a zombie horror. It's a zombie horror romance. All right. It's super cute. I but I mean we're not, we don't have to put it on the list. We don't have to put it on the cute. list. So is Shaun of the Dead. But it's not a book. <laughs> oh, it's not. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I've read and I've read Warm Zombie Bodies. Zombie horror too. romance. <laughs> it's it, Warm Bodies is super cute. Anyhow, right. but we, will we don't have to. That. We, we will consider it. it. But if you guys have other ones that you're like, it. hey, if you guys have other ones, you're like, come on. I mean, we also do Emma. We haven't. I mean, we could do the newest Emma. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so we'll think about it. Mm-hmm. And we've got some stuff coming up. But Jane Austen. <laughs> I mean, I've I've seen the newest Emma. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Um, Yeah. So if you have any suggestions, yeah, uh, please let us know. But um, that's pace of screen, bitches. Yeah. um, So please, you can find us at www.chickletbookclubpodcast.com. dot com. We're on Twitter at Chicklet Podcast. We're on TikTok at Chicklet Book Club. We're on Pinterest at Chicklet Book Club Podcast. You can email us at chickletbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on YouTube. Um, Google that or just click on the link in the description of the episode. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Much easier that way. Right. It's a bitly. All right. <laughs> All right, bitly. y'all. Um, today you should also be getting episode 12 and a half, which is our ARC review of My Kind of Perfect. So if you are somehow not tired of our voices yet... Go ahead and... God help uh, you. <laughs> Especially mine. Again. Who's uh, that girl who sounds like a dude? That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Here, listen. Someone once told me that my voice has dulcet tones. So if anyone ever Ooh. fucking tells you that your voice is too low, just be like, they're no, dulcet, dulcet tones, you motherfucker. Oh, okay. Well, dulcet just kind of means like smooth, right? Smooth. <laughs> Do you like think your jazz. voice isn't smooth like jazz? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where okay, did this no. cackle come from? I have a problem. Okay. <laughs> I just still like that that the character, that cartoon character goes. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody called it the other day. And I was like, I don't know what the name of it is. But, uh, oh, God. I, don't know. But I was like, yeah, it's just it's just a wheezing sound. Like, um, I'm really enjoying oh. your wheezing laugh. I think it's funny. <laughs> I like all wheezing laughs because someone's laughing super hard if they're wheezing. <laughs> Dom DeLuise. That's who it is. Dom DeLuise. Nice. Yeah, I'm about status Dom DeLuise right about now. Ridiculous. Anywho, Shout guys. I will yell. Right. I will yell compliments at you. <laughs> you okay, are Yuki. beautiful. Okay, Yuki. <laughs> all right. Until next time, our beautiful listeners. <gasps> Bye. Bye.